0: It's a blessing to have you in our Soul Talks community. We're Bill and Christy Galtier. We help pastors and all kinds of people to thrive with Jesus in life and leadership.
1: Today, we're talking about our new book, Healing Prayer for Emotional and Physical Wholeness.
0: Long ago, God spoke to Moses, I am the Lord, your healer. That's Exodus 15, 26. God is still a healer of our shortcomings, sicknesses, struggles, and wounds.
1: Let's learn more about how you and your loved ones and all the people you influence can access the grace of God that ministers divine life.
0: A woman in ministry said to us, thank you for talking about the difficult things that seem unmentionable or nobody seems to want to talk about in the church so that we can uh, understand what God's word teaches about these things and we can know that we're not alone. And that's what we're doing today in Soul Talks. We're talking about when God does not heal. And this is an important aspect of our book on healing prayer and this series of podcasts and blogs, which we've been going through and looking at many of the healing promises and stories in the Bible and how this relates to our life as we seek uh, emotional and physical wholeness in Christ. And we've been talking about how healing is connected to discipleship to Jesus, which is the greatest healing of all—to to be forgiven of our sins, to come to Christ, to follow Christ, to become like Christ. This whole life progression of salvation. And uh, so, yeah, today we want to talk about the part where the prayers aren't answered the way we want them to be—prayers for physical or emotional healing. And it's so important that we're able to talk with each other about this and understand each other and uh, support each other in that place. We, we got a, um, someone uh, from Africa just recently commented uh, thanking us for our article. When you don't hear God's voice, it's the same sort of thing, that we talk about hearing God's voice and what that's like and how we can hear that still small voice and know the, the thoughts of the, of the Lord, and yet sometimes we don't hear it. And so what does that mean, understanding that? And so this pastor was really grateful for that teaching, which relates to this one on when God does not heal.
1: That's so important, Bill, because when we don't wrestle with these questions, what we sometimes can do is just close off our our faith and trust in God instead of really wrestling with the issues, or sometimes we can form a whole doctrine around Trying to explain and defend God in a situation like this, but there are a lot of areas where it's important for us to embrace that there's there's still mystery in God. There always will be some mystery for us.
0: Yeah, the the Lord is sovereign, and we don't always understand all of His ways. You know, we know that God is a healer, uh, and we might think that well, Jesus always healed everybody, so why wouldn't we be healed today? And yet, Jesus didn't always heal everybody. There were times where uh, people did not receive healing, either because they lacked faith or because they were busy and distracted or because it was time for Jesus to move on to another city before all the people there had been healed. And uh, even the stories like the... In John chapter five, the man at the pool of Bethesda, which was like the hospital of the day, Jesus healed that paralytic, and that's an incredible story. But there were like dozens of other uh broken, suffering, sick people there who were not healed that day. And so Jesus didn't just walk around healing everybody, uh, because this is part of a whole life with God and a whole uh process of growth and grace. And so there are great mysteries to why. Some people are healed and some aren't and why we're healed. Some are healed now and some are healed later and and some are not healed all the way until heaven and sometimes uh, even in our own life, um, we hear many testimonies to this effect that when we, even though we're not healed, we're actually grateful because God brings us something better that's more important to us uh, in our relationship with, with him and uh, our other relationships, our soul, And so sometimes not receiving that that physical healing in in the time that we ask for it, there can be a hidden blessing in that. So there are a lot of complexities here in this issue, and it's important that we not rest on pat answers or formulas or make doctrines out of our experience, but that we we trust the counsel of God's Word and and the whole process of our discipleship.
1: And that... Even those that are healed eventually die also. We all do eventually die. And so there is, if we're putting our hope in the healing or in God answering every prayer the way we want him to, then our hope isn't in the right place.
0: Yeah, so we can make a mistake on both sides of this issue of healing. The the one is to put all our hope in healing, like you're saying, and, and just think that they're like, you know, we pray with faith and we use the scripture and so God should heal. Or we can go all the way to the other stream and just not not pray for healing and just sort of think, well, if it be your will. And we want to be in, in the middle there in the way of Jesus, uh, which is to, uh, to seek God's health and wholeness for our loved ones and for ourselves and to understand all of this as a part of our apprenticeship to Christ, that it's not some side ministry Healing is a ministry of discipleship.
1: That's so important. And healing prayer is a ministry just like any other form of, of prayer or loving your neighbor, loving God,
0: praying for so, what's good. So as a disciple, uh, I venture on the Lord to pray for what's good. I was just with a friend that we've been praying for healing for his wife uh, with her uh, heart problems. And previous to that, her cancer problems and's it's been it 's been a journey, and we have seen very significant answers to our prayers and healing of of cancer and and then now, in a journey with with the heart problems and a journey with related uh, anxiety and fear because the emotional and the physical go together I do and so um, we want soul shepherding and this conversation to be a safe place for you with whatever it is that you are praying for in your life or in a loved one or someone that you're ministering to. And we, we hope that you've been encouraged in this series on healing prayer and in our book on healing prayer to, to read the scriptures. There's, gosh, 42 examples from the Gospels of Jesus' healing and miracles. There's 200 scriptures healing promises from the Bible uh, in an appendix. And so we, we go through this whole process with uh, steps to praying for someone's physical healing, steps to pray for emotional healing. It's all biblical and centered on our discipleship to Jesus. And uh, before we finish this series, we want to to uh, sort of talk about the other side of it now when we we pray for healing and we're not healed. So I'm living this with my mother today, and she has a very painful a neurological disease, a dystonia that's that's in her face, and makes it uh, extremely painful for her to, to swallow. Uh, she can't chew. She, she can only eat really soft foods, liquids, and it's painful for her to talk. And she's had this dystonia for almost 15 years now. And my mom... Uh, believes in healing. She's a devoted disciple of Jesus. She's experienced healing. She prays for healing in other people's lives. She's seen God answer prayers. But this prayer is has not been answered. and her degenerative disease has just gotten worse over time uh, and has not been uh, improving in response to our prayers. And so it's very it's very difficult. It's like, you know what's going on here?
1: So what helps you to keep faith, to pray for healing, for your mom, for others? When it's been so long here that she, you are seeing her suffer and not healed.
0: Well, I always rem- remind myself to, in any situation of distress or hardship or discernment, uh, to, to just do the next loving thing. Because yeah, we can't see the whole picture and what's way ahead. And so I know the next loving thing for my mom is, first of all, to, to listen to her and to give her empathy when she's in pain and, uh, and then to pray for her. She, she wants to be healed. So I I pray for her healing. I pray for her relief and, uh, the repair in her neurological system. And I pray for comfort and I don't pray if it be thy will. Um, of course we want God's will that's understood, but I, I pray for the good thing for her, the loving thing, the compassionate thing for, for, for her to be freed of this suffering. And I know that one day she will be in heaven and she knows that too. And in the meantime, uh, we keep following Jesus as his, his disciples. And so, you know, I tell this story in our book on healing prayer. But I so admire my mom not just because of her perseverance in her prayers and uh, for healing, but even more importantly, her persevering in trusting in God's goodness. Mm-hmm. And kindness to her and she she said to me well bill if if i god would have healed me right away i wouldn't have experienced how kind the lord is and you might think well wait a minute 15 years she's been praying for healing and she hasn't been healed and so why would she say she's come into this new and deeper experience of god's kindness and tenderness and mercy well it's because of the ongoing conversational relationship she, she has with the lord not only about the big picture of her healing, but also the, the dailiness of it. Sometimes we need to break this down into the, the, the bits and pieces. And each day she needs strength from the Lord. She needs cheerfulness. She needs help to, to navigate the, the challenges in, in her life. Uh, caring for my dad who has dementia and my two brothers who uh, have mental illness and have difficulty uh, with their uh, functioning in their, in their jobs and in their life. And so she has a lot of responsibility as a caregiver. And so she, she needs strength, and she needs joy and peace, and she needs wisdom. And when you, any, any of you listening that have suffered with, uh, or are suffering with chronic pain, uh, even when it's, just, when it's a headache, I mean, you know it makes your day-to-day functioning more difficult. And so she leans on the Lord in these things, and she, she talks to the Lord, and she experiences God's gentleness and kindness, even though has not answered her prayer for healing.
1: So she and you actually both are persevering with great faith in the midst of prolonged suffering. It's quite discouraging that really none of us understand why she's suffering so long and so hard and so much.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that, you know, affirming the persevering faith that we're having here, and I say that to my mom too because we we don't tend to think of faith that way. We tend to think of faith as believing that our prayer will be answered and that it is answered. And that is a kind of faith, a gift of faith. But the normal way that faith is talked about in the scriptures, and this is something else that we unpack in depth in our healing prayer book, is that it's perseverance. Hebrews 11 in particular, these are are people that did not receive what they prayed for in their lifetime. Uh, Great men and women, heroes of the Bible, were called people of faith. They're in the hall of faith as in hall of fame but it's about faith in God. Mm-hmm. And so they they persevere in like Job is the classic example in the Old Testament, right? And Job perseveres in relationship with God even as he's discouraged, disappointed, depressed, frustrated, angry, even as he's complaining to God chapter after chapter after chapter and it would seem like he's not being very faithful, yet in the middle of all that emotional honesty Job has these many um, moments of great faith, yet though he slay me, if if God were to slay me, still I would trust him. In other words, he's saying, even though I am suffering so much, and even though God hasn't answered my prayers yet, I trust him, he is good, and I love God, and what's most important to me is my faith, and my faith will come forth as gold, and many things like this, and people all around him are, are judging him, even his wife says, oh, just curse God and die, you're pitiful, it's horrible, and yet he doesn't he continues to talk to God and we read that and think oh you know Job's not being res- very respectful of God or or some people read it like Job's friends you know well you know gosh you know you must be suffering because of your sin and that's horrible that's such a terrible judgment when people do that and yet Job keeps loving God he keeps praying and being honest to the Lord and so at the end when God comes in the whirlwind some people think God is rebuking Job, and he's not rebuking him at all. He's, he's pulling back the curtain to, to heaven so that Job can see into the heavenly realms, and he's saying, look, I'm the creator, and I made all these creatures because I love my creation, and I, I love you, Job, and I'm with you, and, and I honor your honesty with me and the relationship that you've had with me. And, 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 and at that point, God does heal and, and restore Job's fortunes, and uh, many blessings come to him.
1: So glad you're bringing this up because judging people who aren't healed has been something that has been very hurtful to a lot of people who have received that judgment, have been judged and told that they didn't have enough faith. It's their fault that they haven't been healed, and that's an important topic that we talk about in in this chapter, chapter 4 of the Healing Prayer book, When God Doesn't Heal.
0: Yeah, well, we just need to say it bluntly that just because you have faith in God doesn't automatically mean, therefore, God's going to answer your prayer and heal mm-hmm. you. It doesn't work that way. This is not like a vending machine. Prayer does, does not work such that we just you know, say this prayer, believe this thing, practice this teaching in the Bible, and then automatically comes the the blessing that we're longing for. Life is like just so much messier than that, and there's so many other factors that affect things.
1: Yeah, and healing doesn't come as a reward for our earning it by having faith.
0: It's important that we primarily understand faith as trusting in God's goodness, putting confidence in God's presence and God's power in the midst of all the situations of our life, all of our needs, personally and the people around us. And uh, the, the one of the main things we've been emphasizing in this series on healing prayer is that What's important is that as we come across situations where there are needs that we and other people have, that we, that we, we pray to God with, with trust, we pray to God with hope, and we just pray for what's good. And we don't need to say, if it be your will, we pray for what we believe God's will would be, which is to pray something good. and just I just stick my neck out there and, and pray for God to, to, to bless somebody. And, and that, that's, that's what we need to do as disciples of Jesus, and that's what ministers to people.
1: And then abandoning the comes to God and not identify not identifying with the results as being tied to your faith or your power or your reputation. That's right,
0: because God's in charge of the results, and uh, the ultimate result is eternity, and that that's where we're really going to going to see things clearly, and that's where there's going to be full healing for all of us. And the main thing in the meantime. Is our, our ongoing apprenticeship to Christ, which includes uh, knowing and loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and and loving the people around us as God loves us, and in particular loving them to Jesus. And so this this life of apprenticeship to Christ, that is the life of of wholeness and wellness and, and flourishing and thriving. And within that life, we have these these hurts and these uh, disruptions and. Uh, problems that we experience, and lack of health in our body and souls. And so we we go to our loving Father, and we pray for His care. We pray for His help, and we pray with confidence that that God is good.
1: And And the the healings actually are for His glory, for His goodness, for His purposes, not about our entitlement or our getting what we want.
0: And John makes this especially clear in his gospel, because John... Follows the Synoptics Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and he he approaches the he unpacks the healings of Jesus in a different way. It's, it's not contradictory; it's complementary. But what he he talks about fewer miracles first of all, dramatically fewer, um, and when he does, he always talks about them not only in terms of the physical healing, but the whole life experience. And he, he refers to the miracles as signs, signs of the inbreaking of God's kingdom, signs of God's presence and God's love, opportunities for furthering in our discipleship to Jesus, our process of, of loving God and becoming more like Christ. And so we see that very clearly there that ultimately the miracles of, of the feeding and the healing of the paralytic and, and et cetera, they're not, just, they're not only works of compassion. They are that but they're also about our, our, our whole life and the lives of the people around us, trusting in Jesus as the Son of God, trusting in Jesus as the Lamb of God it takes away the sin of the world, trusting in Jesus as the light of the world who, who, who illuminates the path for us, trusting Jesus as the, the, the living waters that satisfies our thirst. And so very clearly now, the ministry of healing, whether physical or emotional, is being put in the context of our discipleship. So this understanding helps us in our life when we're praying for healing of one kind or another, and so far it hasn't been answered. And so it's very helpful if we do these studies prior to the need for healing yes. or prior to the trial that comes in our life. And that's why we wrote the book on healing prayer, is because every, every one of us has needs for healing in our life And the people around us that we are concerned about, Mm -hmm. different things that we're suffering. And so it is such an opportunity for our growth in grace if we learn how to approach these situations in a biblical and compassionate way.
1: So important. So in chapter four, when God doesn't heal, we cover things like when our prayers seem to fail, uh, not judging people who are not healed, rerunning our faith experiments, praying with perseverance. Sometimes God heals in stages, when your heart is not healing, getting a vision of spiritual reality, seeing Jesus come for your inner child. So these are other topics we don't have time to go into on the podcast, but we do hope that you'll pick up a book and and grow in this area of understanding, trust, faith in your discipleship to Jesus and in your ministry.
0: Heavenly Father, just thank you for your heart of love for us, for each one listening. And Lord, I just think now about the person listening who has a deep hurt in their heart or in their body and has been praying for healing and has not yet received your blessing in that area. And we pray, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that even now, with the sound of my voice, your healing power would reach into our friend's embodied soul, and with an infusion of grace, of resurrection power, Lord, that our friend would rise up in a new health and new joy. Let it be, Lord God, and let our whole lives be one of growing in your grace as disciples of Jesus, this is the best life, to be in the easy yoke of Jesus. And we thank you for the wholeness and wellness and abundance of life that you bring to us more and more as we are walking with Jesus. And one day we will be together in heaven in all glory and every tear will be wiped away and there will be fullness of life in in every manner and every expression. And we will be serving you, uh, doing great work with you, Lord, in, in the most beautiful realm of, of existence in heaven, and just totally saturated in your unconditional love and grace. It's just awesome to anticipate it, Lord. We thank you uh, that this life of heaven is there for us. And even now, in the kingdom of the heavens, it, it's, it's flown on down. And so, Lord, we are tuning into you with trust and faith that you are a good and loving God. And we are praying, Lord, for all of us to have a more uh, complete uh, adjustment and reliance upon your presence and your power that we can live out the abundance of life that Christ has brought us through the cross and his resurrection. Thank you, God, for your healing presence in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: We have so much more to share with you about healing prayer and the abundant life that God wants to bring you and through you to other people. So we hope you'll pick up a copy of our new book, Healing Prayer for Emotional and Physical Wholeness.
0: You can order copies on soulshepherding.org. If you want 10 or more copies, email us to get a special discount.
1: It's a blessing to follow Jesus with you.